Okay, hi guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lilypad Podcast. This is episode four. I'm your host, Asiana Napier. I'm your other host, Micaiah Smith. Or so she likes to think. What? Okay. <laughs> What's been going on with you, Micaiah? I see you got a new book. Oh yeah, we're doing a little throwback to our past episodes. Um, I um, read the Call Me By Your Name book, which I think came out in 2007, and the movie came out in 2017. Yeah. So I read the book. It was really good. It was really good. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah, you can't say that enough. (laughs) I think I I said I liked the book more than the movie. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to ask you to compare the movie. I mean, I already know because you already told me, but for the sake of the audience. The books always have more details, obviously, so I like that. I like how you know, like, a lot of um, Elia's thoughts, like, way more than you know in the movie. His T-H-O-T's. Why do you like to say that? <laughs> I'm childish. His thoughts. I can't unhear it. Okay, but yeah. But so. yeah, there's a lot of like paragraphs, like comparing stuff to stuff, and it's like his thoughts and just a lot, and it runs on, and it's not even like annoying, but how much it, how much he does like similes and comparisons. Like sometimes I read books and I'm like, it's too, okay, that's it's, enough detail. Yeah, it's a little like, bit too poetic sometimes. Yeah, but this one was good. I I could read it. It's like, within reason. Yeah. It's poetic within reason. But when I first read it, I um I read it and I listened to it at the same time because I listened to the Army Hammer audio recording. So I was hearing Elio's thoughts with Oliver's. Wait, Army, Army Hammer did like an audio book? Yeah, he read the book. He did <laughs> the audio book. Oh, wow. So I was hearing Elio's thoughts with Oliver's voice, mm-hmm. which was interesting. And I, yeah, I don't know oh, what I think should have did that. I know, I don't know what I made of it at the time when I first read it. I've only read it one one and a half times, but mm. yeah, that was pretty What do you mean? You read half the book? No, I read it all the way through the first time, and then I started it, and then I never finished it. Like, I started it again, and I never finished it. And okay. then I gave it to you, and you finished it in, like, two days. <laughs> yeah, I really did. Yeah, she finished it in, like, less than a week, and then she went and bought it for herself. Cause yeah, I, I already online. started reading it again, because yeah. it was that good, and I'm like... I have so many other unread books, but I'm still going to read us, this one again. Tell us about your TikTok bookshelf <laughs> that you got over here. Oh my gosh. I have, a little, I have a little Life. I have They Both Die at the End. I have We Were Liars, which was like when TikTok first became really popular, which the book is not that good, but you can buy it at your own risk. Um, and then I have um, Spilled Milk, which is not mm. that popular, but it was from TikTok. And then I have a bunch of manga. We got our own little Barnes and Nobles going on here. <laughs> we got all these books, and McKay and I are passing back and forth one Starbucks. Yeah, cup. she came in here, and I had Starbucks, and she was like, "This is our drink now." <laughs> anyway, wait, I have and to say something delicious about the Call Me by Your Name movie versus the book. Okay. So the ending of the movie, it just stops with him getting a call from with. Elio getting a call from Oliver saying he's getting married to a woman and then he goes and cries in front of a fireplace and that's the ending. Mm -hmm. And then in the book, they actually meet up like three times or something at the end. And I was like, wow, this is a lot of, a lot of meeting, a lot of conclusion here. And they're like 50 or something, or they get to like close to 50 in age at the end and when they meet up. Yeah, and, like, Oliver, like, has kids and, like, a family and shit. Yeah. I forget. What what was Elio's life like at the end? I forget. He was just... I didn't think they explained a lot about 
what he was doing, but he was... Don't uh, know. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I just know that he went to Oliver's, like, lecture hall or something mm-hmm. and, like, talked to him there. Okay. But I don't know what he, like, actually does. Okay. So what were you... Were you... What made you say that? I forgot I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was comparing the differences, but I... Oh, yeah, in the end. I, yeah, I was like, I kind of like how the movie ends with, like, less conclusion mm-hmm. so that you can just... It's more open-ended. Yeah, assume for yourself what's going to happen. And so I brought this up to you after you had finished it that um, Luca Guadagnino was, like, in talks to make a sequel to Call Me By Your Name, and there was going to be, like... Um, Okay. <laughs> There's gonna like he was gonna wait for Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer to age up into like their mm-hmm. roles, even though it's still their roles, but to age into the characters' ages in the book. Wouldn't Luca be dead by then? Yeah, he's pretty old. I don't yeah. know, probably. <laughs> and like you know, maybe he has a successor to be able to yeah. pull that off. But I don't know. What do you? Th- I don't want that. I don't want a sequel. <laughs> No, I don't want that. I don't know what they can make about that because Oliver would have a family. He has a family and kids and nothing's going to develop between them unless yeah. Oliver cheats or he gets divorced or something. Ooh. 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 Plot twist. Ooh. Plot twist. Yeah. 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 But I think, is there a second book of Call Me By Your Name? No. I've never heard of that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Or there might be. Correct us if we're wrong, if you know about that. I don't think so. Okay. Well, anyway, can we talk about another throwback episode? <laughs> that wasn't really a throwback. It was like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I had a dream about A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Not about A Quiet Place, but so <clears throat> this is McKay's first time hearing about this dream here as she sips our tea. So in my dream, so A Quiet Place just kicked off. The aliens just touched the ground and they're all over the place, mm-hmm. killing everything they hear. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in your house. <laughs> With your sister, Ayana. Shout mm-hmm. out, Ayana. If she's listening to this, which she should. And so she had company over. And everybody was being loud. And I'm like, okay, the monsters are going to come and kill us. <laughs> and so my mom came to pick me up. She came over and she was all quiet. She was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Because mm-hmm. the monsters are probably on our side of town already. Yeah. And some guy who Ayana had over was being all loud and talking and stuff. Oh my and gosh. My mom, like, freaked out. She was like, oh, my God, he's going to get us all killed. Yeah. And so I was like, so, well, we can't take the car because, you know, like, it's cars loud. are loud. Yeah. And so she was like, yeah, we got to walk all the way from here to our house. 25-minute 20 drive, you got to walk. <laughs> yep. So imagine that. And then later on in my dream, uh, so that was the end of the A Quiet Place bit. Basically, the apocalypse broke out. And so we had to figure out how to get from point A to point B quietly. Mm-hmm. And then, in my dream, I punched McKay in the face. <laughs> what is the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? My subconscious mind. Uh, I don't know. There was no lead up. It was just it just cut to a scene of you punching me in the face. Yeah. Kind of. Are you serious? <laughs> well, no. We were in a different location. We were, like, in a high school, not the one that we went to. Was it still quite a quiet place world? No. <laughs> <laughs> she just cut to a different scene because she wanted to beat me up. Well, no. <laughs> in my head but listen so we were like in a cafeteria and you were sitting right next to me and i think you were talking and i just started socking you in slow motion how many times i was punching you with both hands wow that's how you know this how you know she really wants to beat me up because you would not do that in a dream listen we, uh, yes, I would in a dream, but oh, yeah. clearly, you mean in real life. Yeah. But listen, I was 
stacking you with both hands, but it was going by really, really slow. Like my hits weren't connecting really See, fast. Yeah, this mu- they had that much time to stop. You <laughs> just kept going in slow motion. Well, no, it's because like you know when you're fighting or when you're stressed in your dream, you, you go in slow mo. Like you know what I'm talking about? Like have you ever been running away from something in your dream, but like you can't run fast enough? No. Oh, okay. I don't remember any slow mo dreams. You don't remember your dreams that well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so when you're, it's a stress dream, you your fight or flight response, it's really slow in dream. Like, you're fighting, you fight really slow, your hits don't connect, kicks don't connect, you run, can't run that fast. It's kind of like that. Okay. But then, so not that long after that, you, like, flipped out. You were like, why did you do that? <laughs> you were like, what the fuck? Why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> What can I say? I don't know. You had it coming. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so then we were running out because the alarm at the school went off. It was like a fire drill. And we were all running out. And then we got in this car and we left. Just my face, like, beat up. and just No, like... your face was fine. Because yeah. <laughs> it was, like, slow-mo, so there's, like, no yeah. bruising impact. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my dream. I kicked Mikaya's ass. Wow, that's great. <laughs> all right. <laughs> She wanted to do some ASMR opening right there for some reason. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about Edward Scissorhands, the movie today. Um, just a little background. This is the summary. An artificial man who was incompletely constructed and has scissors for hands leads a solitary life in this house on a hill by himself. Then one day, a suburban lady meets him and introduces him to her world. So we all know... Edward Scissorhands is alone. He's incomplete, incomplete because his um, inventor died, and then yeah, he died before he could finish making his hands. He was making him into a human. Yeah, yeah. and then his and then his uh, adult mo- mother meets him and brings yeah. him home. She's a suburban housewife mother. She goes door to door selling makeup, and she just she just she has a very big heart. She's she intru- like, you yeah, come home with me. Yeah, because he was living up there by himself. She's very she's very motherly, and so she introduced him to her neighborhood. And yeah, hijinks ensue. Live in her house. Oh yeah, she let her she like lets him live in her house and whatnot. Yeah, very very good woman. <laughs> well, she's not the main character. Yeah, no. even though she should be, because she's that awesome. Oh, so. yeah, so we have a quiz really quickly. How well do you remember Edward Scissorhands? Yeah, this movie. When did I watch this? I watched this movie last time. Do you remember the first time you watched it? First of all, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, no, I don't remember the first time. Can I tell you the first time I watched it? Yeah, that's what I asked. Okay. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't you, ask. You, you asked it in your head. <laughs> okay, what? The first time I watched it was in high school. It was in Mr. Watros's class. Shout out, Mr. Watros. <laughs> we watched it. Were you in the same class as me? I think I was. Yeah. So we watched it, and we had to, like, break down, like, the cinematography and the camera angles and the lighting and, like, oh, yeah. what that had to do with the story. Mm-hmm. And that movie, and it, this was our English class, that was, like, my first exposure to movie analysis and like breakdown and ever since that class i've been obsessed with like analyzing movies and like shots and cinematography and visuals and stuff and so yeah so i would just like to thank our 
was that ninth grade our ninth grade english teacher mm-hmm. for introducing me to the magic of tim film. burton yeah to the magic <laughs> of film we mostly did tim tim burton movies we yeah. did like big fish and Tra- charlie and chocolate factory but yeah so yeah so anyway. the last time i watched it was july 13th was that's like about a week ago about a week ago <laughs> wait when was the last time i watched about it a week go i gotta look it up i gotta look it up give me a second give me a second give me a second all right okay it, it was july 12th did you watch it oh yeah, yeah i think i watched it because i saw your review and i was like i'll watch it too. oh yeah and so now we're doing an episode on it <laughs> yeah but all right so let's get into this quiz how well do you remember edward scissorhands all let's right. go how many words does edward speak in the whole film 350 2052 or 169 I I feel like I'm kind of cheating because this morning I watched a YouTube video that was like Bro. all the parts only when Edward Ever speaking. Speaks. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think I saw that video earlier today, but I'm I didn't gonna go watch with it. 169. Okay, I'm gonna say that too because that sounds right. What game did Kevin teach Edward? Rock paper, rock, scissors, paper scissors, hide and go seek or tag. It was rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> Who said, sweetheart, you can't buy the the necessities of life with cookies? Peg, Bill, or Kim? Mm, I actually don't remember this quote. I think it was Bill, the father. I don't remember cookies being in, <laughs> being in the movie at all. But doesn't that sound like something that a father would say, though? Oh, yeah, but like not his character. I'm going to go with Peg. Okay, sure. We'll see in the end. I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> what okay. part of Kim's body did Edward cut? Her hand? Kim? Yeah, Winona Ryder. Oh, okay. Her hand, her neck, or her arm? Hand. Yeah, it was her hand. Who, Who plays? plays the role of Joyce? Ooh. I don't know this. I guy. actually don't know this. I don't know. Diane Weist, West? Winona Ryder or Kathy Baker? Well, we know Winona was Kim. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to say... She looks like a Diane. <laughs> I'm going to say Kathy. She looks like a Kathy. All right. How did Edward's inventor die? Accidental stabbing, heart attack, Edward killed him. I think it was heart attack. Yeah, because he just keeled over. He just fell. Yeah, he just fell. And I think, you know, I think the actor who played him died in real life. Ooh. So that's why he wasn't in the movie that much. He was going to be in it way more. Ooh. But he died. What kind of head sculptor does Edward... Sculpture does Edward do for Helen's yard? Helen is the the big lady with the rollers in her hair. A duck, a dinosaur, a ballerina. Ooh, this is a good one. I thought. Ooh, I think it was a dinosaur. I think the dinosaur was Joyce. Um, Peg. Peg's house. Oh yeah, you're right. So what did Helen have? I'm gonna say ballerina then. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh, it won't let me change it. It said you already <laughs> answered this question. Calculated right, result. Psych. I got 100%. I got 100% too. This is a lie. Wait a minute. What? How? And we said different <laughs> things? Yeah. All right, fuck this quiz. Because they are. This made me so mad. This is a scam because there's no way. Bro. Okay. Okay, so I was right. Kathy Baker was Joyce. Who did you say? I put Diane. She plays Peg. <laughs> and you still got 100%. Bro, this sucks. How do we know what the right answers are? I have no was idea. Was it a ballerina in her yard or a dinosaur? <laughs> we'll never know. Oh, it was a dinosaur in the backyard. That was Peg's house. Yeah, I know. It was Peg's house. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I'm showing you. I'm showing her a yeah, picture. Yeah, I knew it was the backyard. 
Yeah, but you were right about whose house it was. Yeah. I said ballerina, and I'm not even sure if that was right. Well, that sucks. This this website just wants you to keep taking quizzes because yeah, you get 100%. It, yeah, it gives you a retake option, but fuck that because this quiz was trash. <laughs> <laughs> the questions were okay, but the fact that we both got 100% is absolutely absurd. Wow, what a waste. Yeah. Anyway, okay. you guys can answer those questions for yourself <laughs> before we answer, I guess. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> All right, so, yep, Edward Scissorhands, directed by Tim Burton. What is this, how do you rank this in your Tim Burton list? Like, um, I don't watch a lot of Tim, Tim Burton, so. What do you mean? Okay. I don't remember the last time I watched Coraline, like. That's not even oh, his not movie. <laughs> I thought that was him. No, that's Henry Selleck. What? Yeah, Henry Selleck, he also did um, a Nightmare Before Christmas, believe it or not. What the heck? I know. It's crazy. But so, so he has like 20 movies of these. <laughs> How do you like this the most? I don't watch his movies, so I'm not, I really, um, no, I think I like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty up there. Yeah. I would say Charlie and Chocolate Factory. In your top five of Tim Burton. Girl, you're the one who likes directors, not me. You answer that. I don't have top five Tim Burton choices. Okay, Edward Scissorhands is probably my number four or three in um, Tim Burton's movies. Number one, probably Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Number two, Alice in Wonderland. This is number three. And then Sweeney Todd is number five. Okay. Number four, probably I've Corpse Bride. Sweeney Todd. It's a musical. I don't think you'd like it. All right. <laughs> it's so good though I'm not gonna lie to you it's a musical but that doesn't detract from the fact that it's really good but guys we're not talking about Sweeney Todd we're talking about <laughs> Edward Scissorhands alright so what's your favorite scene in Edward Scissorhands in the whole movie oh yeah I was thinking about that today but I don't think I found one do you have one or no are you asking me to, to I'm asking you so that way <laughs> you need some time to some time <laughs> to figure out what my favorite scene well I kind of I just want to talk about how unabashedly horny this movie is you keep saying horny there's only one character why are you making it well, no, the whole because, movie well no when I watched it with my mom <laughs> uh, it, it, it like it emphasizes kinda, that yeah it like amplified it because yeah. i was like mm, i'm kind of uncomfortable right now <laughs> and we watched this in high school like in class oh yeah. And, ooh, yeah what the heck yeah i don't know if you remember that feeling but i do <laughs> <laughs> and i remember our teacher he was like all right guys be mature because there's some stuff that's kind of uh, you know yeah. but nonetheless we were all like 14 and 15 we were immature anyway we we're all like, <laughs> like <laughs> but yeah so there's this scene where edward is like cutting like these ladies hair with his scissor hands duh and the character joyce she's the horniest neighbor she was like her toes was curling she was like sighing uh, it that was, was horrible it was kind of hard to watch it was but yeah, I do like that scene though. And there's another scene I like it just because of how it was like shot. But there's another scene where, so he was like around town. He's like famous for like cutting hedges, like people's bushes and stuff. And he cuts hair. He cuts dogs' hair, and dogs' hair. He cuts dogs' fur. And so the neighborhood had the idea to have have him open a salon, so the mm -hmm. way he can like get paid for his talents because he was doing this shit for free, mind mm -hmm. you. And so, yeah, Joyce basically tries to molest yeah. <laughs> Edward, which was very uncomfortable. She, like, sits on top of him, 
and she like has him pull down her zipper and whatnot and that was kind of gross and on top of this um edward the character he's like kind of stunted like he doesn't talk a lot Micaiah, are you gonna say something no (laughs) you're just listening yeah yeah he doesn't talk a lot he um I don't want to say he has, like, the mind of a child, but he's very innocent. He doesn't really know that much because he was alone in a castle for, like, years, maybe decades, who knows. And, yeah, so it was kind of, that scene was kind of hard to watch because it kind of was like she was taking advantage of him. I say kind of like. Yeah, sad. Yeah. But then she tried to spin it and be like, oh, he basically, like, raped me. Like, what? Yeah. Bitches be crazy. (laughs) That's that's what you get from that. That's what I get from that. Yeah. Bitches be crazy because uh, Edward didn't deserve that. Wait, did you say your favorite scene already? The hair? You no, didn't say your favorite scene. That wasn't talked about horny Joyce. Yeah, well, that's because I thought those scenes were interesting. <clears throat> okay, and what's your favorite? What's my favorite scene? I don't know. Okay. Well, no, my favorite scene. Um, yeah, I don't have one. Buy me some time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to think about like the brightest scene, like the happiest, but. Uh, I'm gonna say oh, I think when I... he fir- when Peg first like brought him home and they were like driving in the car mm-hmm. to Peg's house and he was like excited looking around and almost stabbed her because he like pointed out the window. Oh yeah, she's like, oh my god. <laughs> he was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh my gosh, Johnny yeah. Depp. Okay, can we talk about his performance? Yeah. Is that where Sister Hands? So. When you think of Johnny Depp, you usually think of, like, off the handle. Or Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, I'm saying, like, his characters are usually, like, off the cuff, like, crazy dudes who, like, talk fast and, like, you know, are very flashy. Mm -hmm. But Edward Scissorhands is, like, his most reserved character, like, in his career. Like, minimal movements. (laughs) He, like, shuffles when he... (laughs) He, like, oh, yeah. shuffles when he walks, and he doesn't say a lot of words, and yeah. his body language is very, like, tight and, like, put together, and he's just, it's a very small character, mm-hmm. and I think he has a lot of range, Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. and this is one of his, this is one of his biggest roles that he's, like, known for. Yeah. But yeah. You ever see those babies who have, like, Edward Scissorhands costumes? No. Oh, you should. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've thought about being, like, Edward Scissorhands for, for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would be I don't know where to get that his suit, though. That's a lot of detail. I'm trying to look up, like, a plot synopsis so that way I can, like, find my favorite scene. OMG. <laughs> a scene that I really, really like, though, like, visually and, like, musically. Um, who does the music for this? What is his name? Danny Elfman, frequent collaborator with... Um, Tim Burton. <laughs> There's so many names, I can't keep track of them all. But so the scene where it's like Christmas and Edward is like shaving the ice block and Kim or Winona Ryder is like dancing in the snow. Mm-hmm. That scene was really nice. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes that scene. Cause is that like right before? Beautiful. He, right before he cut her hand. Yeah, he did it on accident. Because yeah. her fuck nut of a boyfriend, uh, Jim, was that his name? Yeah. Fuck Jim. You're kidding me. Their names were Jim and Kim. I'm oh. just I'm just realizing Jim, that. Jim and Kim. Jim and Kim. You know who plays Jim? Anthony Michael Hall? Don't care. He just kidding. He was in The Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles. Iconic dude. He was the nerdy guy in Breakfast Club. There was another part in okay. this. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's another part in this movie that I thought was funny. Okay, say so, it. So, um, when they're all at the house, the dad gives Edward alcohol, and he says it's lemonade when he asks what it is. Oh, my God. And then, like, after he's done drinking the alcohol, he, like, looks dead, and he, like, falls <laughs> falls to the ground. Oh, yeah. No, he drank it out of a straw because he can't hold the cup because he doesn't oh, yeah, have yeah. hands. And then uh, later on, I think Joyce um, asks, asks him if he wants lemonade. And oh, he's like, he throws up. He's like, lemonade. <laughs> he throws up. He's so cute. Listen, Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> just as a character, he's so cute. He's yeah. so innocent. It is just, yeah. He's just like a little kid. It's like... <laughs> okay. It's really sad, though, because he was like so pure and everyone was like curious about him and they were like having fun with him and then. Jim comes along and ruins everything, basically oh, yeah. sabotages his went, life there in town. And went and south then, so fast. And then everyone just goes against him and wants him wants him dead. Yeah, mob mentality, <clears throat> I'm telling you. First of all, the whole neighborhood, so the whole neighborhood is comprised of these um, pastel colored uh housewives <laughs> i'm trying to think because like the neighborhood yes, everything is colorful yeah so keeping in with the tim burton aesthetic people know tim burton to be like very dark and like dank and like he uses lots of blacks and grays but this is probably his most colorful movie and so well you got charlie and chocolate factory yeah but movie. even that's still kind of dark yeah. in a way because that's just his aesthetic but so there's a contrast between edward who's like all clad in leather and he has black hair and fucking scissors for hands in the entire neighborhood it's like a suburban town all the houses are like easter egg colors yellow and purple and green and shit and the housewives they have like no lives like all they care about like like peg brings edward to town and they're like "Ooh, who's that Ooh, ooh." yeah because all you, you all the us to the cookout she's like what cookout she's like we'll be over tomorrow <laughs> like right all the husbands leave at the same time in the morning oh and they yeah come back at the same time at night that was insane seeing like when their husbands all pull up at the same time they, and all, they all run scatter. away and sc- scatter back to their houses <laughs> that that was like visually hilarious <laughs> seeing them scatter like roaches when yeah. their husbands come I'm home. like what is going on you don't have a life also, just visually, the neighborhood is very off. D- don't don't you think? Like, there's no clouds, there's no wind. Oh yeah, <laughs> it just looks very still and just very weird and colorful. And the sun is always in the same position in the sky. Like, there's no sunset. <laughs> it's just really still and breathless. It's a green screen. Though. Yeah, it's like a soundstage. Yeah, but yeah, it's really weird. But so, yeah, I don't know. The movie is very... It's a quick movie, isn't it? Isn't it like an hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Not too much happens. Oh, a scene that I hated was when Jim... Fuck Jim. Anthony Michael Hall is good, but fuck this character. Yeah. He um is trying to break into his own house to steal... What was he trying to do? Was he trying to steal <clears throat> his father's sound system or something to sell it? I don't remember. Okay, so listen. So he was trying to buy a van... So that way he and his girlfriend, Kim, could, like, you know, be together in their van. You know what that means? And in order to buy a van, he had to, like, sell his dad's shit. And his dad keeps everything, like, locked up. Like, his dad is rich and he keeps all of his fancy shit locked up. And so in order to do that, he needed Edward to use his scissors to unlock it to get into the room. Mm -hmm. 
And in doing that, the alarm system trips and Edward is framed. And so he comes out with his hands up. Like, the police show up immediately. And he comes out with his hands up. And Dad's like, drop your weapons. Yeah. But his, ha- his, his hands are like long-ass scissors. They're like, <laughs> and he was, like drop like, your weapons. He's like, don't come any closer until you drop your weapons. He's like, I can't. That was, that was so sad, actually. I know. That was kind of hard to At watch. At the last minute, like, the neighbors came and saved him. Can we talk about how fucking like light fast the police showed up to the house well, <laughs> like the alarm the police trip, station's right like, outside the neighborhood like, <laughs> well, the police station's right outside the neighborhood they're, they're, they're like waiting for stuff to happen and you want to know why it's because there's no black people in this movie oh there's no black people in this neighborhood so of course the police showed up immediately so there isn't that like a, a j cole lyric like yeah yeah Came fast, like nine one one. Nine one one in my neighborhood. That's what my mom said. She literally said that when we watched this. Oh really? Yeah. The lyric. Yeah, the lyric. Oh. Yeah. And so, yeah. If you know Tim Burton, you know he never puts black people in his movies ever. Not even on accident. Like Ooh, not races. Not e- not even in the background. Like the, except the, for was Samuel what? L. Jackson was in one of his movies, but oh. he was a villain. Wasn't there something about him saying that black people don't fit his, his aesthetic? aesthetic? Fuck that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, his old 19 and Yeah, his Victorian aesthetic. Black people lived in the Victorian era, too. It's possible. I want to see him do it. I want to see him challenge himself and have, like, a black lead. Why am I thinking of Tim Burton like he's dead? Is he dead? No, he's not dead. He's oh. very much alive. Okay. And he, How old is he? I don't know, but I know that he very much so can make a movie with a black lead. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. Let me see how old he is. Wait. He is 62. Yeah, Yeah. he's still got time. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like, he's got like two or three movies left (laughs) in his lifespan. He got up until 80 years, maybe. Um, yep. Is that that all your thoughts? Yeah, those are all my thoughts. I want to hear, this is, this is, this is your idea. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Just because it's my idea, what? Say something. I already said stuff. Okay. Girl, you barely said your favorite scene. But one thing I was going to say was, like, before I watched this a week ago, I don't know why I thought that, like, Edward, okay, so there's this scene where, like, the, the little brother of the family Mm -hmm. that Edward goes into, like, Almost gets hit hit by a car. <laughs> and, Why did I laugh at that? What? Right, right. That's so funny. Edward like goes in to save him, and like they like fall to the grass, like behind the, by the curb. Mm-hmm. And like Edward's like, "Are you okay?" But like while he's doing this and messing with him, he like he's like him in to... the face, yeah. and like because his hands are scissors. Come on, <laughs> he's like he was just trying... have to keep saying it. Though. He was just trying to check on him, and he's like, like, "Are you okay?" Blah blah. blah. And yeah. then, but he was like moving his hands around, and, like him and like frantically yeah all the neighbors were like oh my god he's killing him oh, <laughs> get him oh. but before i watched it a week ago i really thought my memory was like edward's his hands killed that little boy <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> i just remember wait him. is it because you never see him again in the movie <laughs> maybe yeah you never see him after that that's his last think. yeah 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 uh everybody because then, then, then they, blah, can't talk Cause then the neighbors chase him like back to his house. Yeah, his castle. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, like my my a scene that I had in my head was like them both laying on the ground, but like the kid died because he like stabbed him on accident, (laughs) or like cut his throat or something. I don't know. Jesus Christ! How? But I was glad that 
That did not happen. I wanted to. I was scared when I was watching it. So I was like, "Is he going to die right now? Is this when he dies?" <laughs> this is what is this movie rated? Is this PG? <laughs> it's um, it's PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to talk about what my mom had to say what? <laughs> about this movie. What <laughs> after we finished it? So. Um, this is a bit of a spoiler, but not really. The movie's been out for 30 years. If There's ha- no spoilers. It's been out. Go ahead. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, then, like, you know, that's on you. But so, the character Jim, uh, Kim's abusive boyfriend, he's not really abusive, but he's just a jackass. So, he gets what's coming to um, him. Uh, mentally, emotionally abusive, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a gaslighter manipulator. That's, yeah, come yeah. on, girl, that's emotional. <laughs> but so, Edward, like, pokes him. And, like he like falls out of a window and so my mom while watching this she did not know that there was going to be any death in this movie and so after all that yeah and so what am I trying to say here my mom was like I thought this movie was just going to be a little foo-foo romp in the woods with <laughs> ambrosia salad and what? trimming dogs and shit I didn't think people was going to be falling out of windows yeah. and dying it's pretty crazy at the end yeah so that mostly just happens at the end but so my mom thought this was just gonna be a little cute little movie about a fish out of water but nope nope there is blood <laughs> and death yeah that's crazy he deserved it though no. oh yeah no he did he did Let's i don't know about death but he did cause all the problems with edward he deserved to die he died he got his comeuppance he got he had he had Karma. it coming he had it coming and on top of that you know what in this movie i will say i Forget that Anthony Michael Hall is in this movie every time I watch it. But I'm not used to seeing him buff. Because in the 80s, he was always playing geeky characters who were, like, mm-hmm. scrawny and, like, couldn't get the girl. But in this movie, he was, like, a jock. And I was like, oh, okay. Breaking out of the typecasting. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fuck Jim. Yeah. Every time we talk about Jim, I'm just going to say that. That's all my thoughts. I literally, like, in my letterbox, I wrote that. And then I wrote, like... Peg was the nicest person ever. Oh, yeah. And then that, I was like, Joyce is about to have, about to bust getting her hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, um, yeah, I was like, oh, and then. Okay. At the what? end, Edward, like, because at the end, it's like, Edward is the cause of the snow because before Edward came, it never snowed in the town. And, like, he's, like, cutting up ice blocks in his house at where the, the top of the neighborhood. He, where the fuck is he getting these ice blocks from? I was from? like, where the fuck does this, where does he get ice blocks from if he's she, by himself? She said, where does this bitch get these uh, ice blocks from? Yeah. Because, no, how is he carrying them? Right, who's delivering ice blocks up there? <laughs> he's ordering them off of Amazon. <laughs> he got <laughs> prime delivery, helicopter. Oh, my God, these two-ton blocks of ice that he's just shaving every right. winter. How do they not melt? Right. He gets, he gets delivered every winter. I know. Oh, my gosh. Every day he's chopping it up up there. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what I thought was kind of sad at the end where Winona Ryder, so she's an old lady, so she's telling this bedtime story in the present, but the entirety of the movie takes place like in the past. It's like, I guess it's like the 1970s or whatever. It's kind of like 60s, 70s mm-hmm. kind of style. But so when she's telling the story, her granddaughter is like, do you ever think you'll see him again? Or something like that. I forget what she says. But mm-hmm. she's like, no, I'd rather him remember me how I was. And oh, I'm yeah. like, that is so depressing. Yeah, because he never ages and she does. So. Yeah, because he's not 
not human. human. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I really liked, speaking of him not being human, I liked his etiquette lessons with his inventor. Oh. Where he was, he was like reading poetry and he was like, etiquette spares us from all embarrassment. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's so cute. He's and he was just sitting there on the table like. Oh yeah, with his legs crossed and his, <laughs> his like scissors were twitching. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That shows that his like brain was like active, his scissors were twitching and he could smile. Oh my gosh, it was so cute. Oh, wait, I so I forgot we had to rate rate the movie. Oh, yeah, I also... Out of five. Hold on, I want to mention okay. Alan Arkin real quick, the least relevant character in this movie besides the son. He plays the dad in Santa Claus 3. That's all I have to say who about was, that. Who was his character in Edward? Didn't Bill. He? Oh, you didn't mention that. Just, I just said he played the dad. He plays oh. the dad. And he's I a good... just said he plays the dad in something else. Well, that's what he's known for, being dads. <laughs> gotta relate it back. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he's the dad in the Santa Claus 3 with Tim Allen great flick and he's the dad here you can't what do you say you can't buy something with cookies <laughs> you can't buy the necessities of life with cookies you can't all right all right we gotta rate this out of five lily pads you go first i already know what yours is gonna be yours is gonna be four or like three and a half because she'll she doesn't want to watch it again she won't watch it again i'll give it four um my mom keeps texting me. I guess <laughs> why? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm pretty um, generous with my uh, movie reviews, but I gave this a five, and I also liked it. So it's in my liked in letterbox. Oh yeah. So I want to hear what's your reasoning? What's your rationale behind liking or like giving hearts to things on Letterboxd? Also, follow us on Letterboxd. Hers is is it Michaela Smith? Smith with no space. Yeah. Mine is Asiana Space Napier. What's your rationale behind your hearts? Um, <laughs> I think in the beginning I was just hearting everything that I was giving like four or five, but mm-hmm. I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have some weird hearts. Like I have Django. Is that Django? Django. <laughs> Django. Why did I say Django? Django hearted, which is like there's no reason behind that. It was just good. Yeah. I think I just have like hearts on stuff that's good, like Fantastic Beasts. And where to find them. I didn't even yeah. know that you saw that movie. You know that's a Harry Potter movie, right? Kind of. Harry Potter. Yeah, it is. It's connected to it? It's a, wiz- it's a Wizarding World movie. Yeah, but it's not connected to Harry Potter. Yes, it is. It takes place in the same universe. Dumbledore's in it. Oh, well. Okay. Whatever. It takes place like <laughs> 70 years before Harry it's Potter. It's not related to the story of Harry Potter. Mm, kind of. Okay, whatever. You'll see. Yeah, she hasn't finished it, so. Whatever, barely. Um... Because I didn't have to watch Harry Potter to see to understand this. That's what I meant. But yeah, I don't really have reasoning behind likes. I'm probably gonna unlike some stuff and only like my five stars. Yeah, I mean, I have some shit in here that I have hearted. That I have something that has like two stars, and I give it a heart because it's like like Judy Moody and the Not Bummer Summer. Mm-hmm. That I gave that two stars because it's kind of a bad movie, but I gave it a heart. Um. Yeah, Barbie Princess and the Popper. That's objectively a good movie, and I gave it a heart. Okay. Forrest Gump, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, all three Back to the Future movies. Like, basically, if I can throw it on and just, like, chill, then I give it a heart. Mm. <laughs> if, I, if I love it to death, then it has a heart. It doesn't have to have five stars. All right, so mine... Edward Scissorhands is, I'm giving it a five, Philly Pads. What about you? My rating for Edward Scissorhands, in no relation to my letterbox rating, still mm-hmm. four out of five. Four out of five Lily Pads. 
And what brings down the the rating to four? Um, I think it's just it's very quick. Not a lot happens. It's nice to look at, but a lot does happen. Yeah, I guess a lot does happen. And you know what? It's not. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what's keeping it from a five. <laughs> okay. It's a very comforting movie. I will say yeah. that. But it's not a movie that I think I would put on out of comfort. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll probably... I'll watch it if it's on, but I won't, like, seek it out. Okay. If that makes sense. So, it's good. It's for... Ever since your hand's never on, so you're never gonna watch it. I, f- I saw it on TV. I oh, didn't, you did? Yeah, I didn't just watch it. Just you started it. it? Did you start it when it started? No, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. I caught it, like, right when peg like was going door to door like oh. i missed the well, i guess i don't watch tv so i don't know what stuff comes on yeah well this was on like stars so there was no commercials yeah yeah okay all right okay okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna do a quick uh what is it called fast round q a R- rapid fire Q&A. rapid fire q a to end it all right these questions come from ria Shout out to her. She asked six questions at once. <laughs> right. Okay, three, two, one. Favorite animal. What's yours? Uh, uh, <laughs> I actually did not think about this. Um, I like cats. <laughs> That's something I could live with. Cat. Mine too. All right, Favorite plant. plant. The monstera. Mon- Girl, what the fuck? The monstera. That's what it is, what? yeah. on God's green earth yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heliotrope is mine. It's my favorite right. flower. You said, what the fuck to mine? What the heck is a heliotrope? Heliotrope, heliotrope? Heliotrope is a flower. It's purple. It's cute. Favorite planet? Favorite planet? That was loud. <laughs> right. Um, favorite planet? I like Venus. Even though it's like, uh, toxic to I think it was Saturn. Ooh, spicy. Last movie you watched? I'm gonna lie. Uh, no, no, no. No, on, the, on my letterbox. Okay, on my letterbox, the last movie that I watched realistically was now you see me but the last movie that i wanted to watch was hot fuzz and i watched it so uh, i'm gonna say that mine is not pretty lame but we've been talking about it the last movie i watched was call me by your name i thought it was um little women no i didn't finish it i'm still at 40 minutes oh my god okay okay um um um, um fake placement, placement in your birth chart. chart mine is my leo son because the sun is at home in the sign of leo so it's perfect also my birthday whatever is- that means <laughs> your birthday is what my birthday is next month oh, okay mine is also my son my son is in libra yeah 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 what's your favorite color um green i was gonna be like we should answer for each other but uh, you already answered yours it is purple mine's green what Unless shade? You changed it. What shade? Lilac. Wait. Close. Oh dang. <laughs> Close. Um, lavender. Yes. Yours? <laughs> lime. Lime oh, green. No lime. Everyone. When people think of lime, they think of the neon. It's like the pastel green. Okay. Sage green. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> That's Those... the end. All right. Of yeah. Our podcast episode four. Go watch Edward Scissorhands if you haven't watched it. And go find out what your birth chart is if you don't already know that. And then um, <laughs> talk to me about it because I can tell you about yourself. DM her on yeah. <laughs> DM me like, oh my gosh, I have Sagittarius Mars. What does that mean? What? Oh, what? Read the Call Me By Your Name book if you watch the movie. Or just read it. Or just read it. Before you watch it. the movie. Or just read it just to read it. Yeah, or don't watch the movie and read it just to read it because it's really good. Even I got confused.
But anyway. Don't watch the movie and read it just to read it without watching the movie. Okay. My brain is on the floor. Okay, anyway. <laughs> thanks for listening this far, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll be back soon. All right. Bye. Bye.